Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Don Marsh. Regular listeners to St. Louis Public Radio will know that our We Live Here podcast began a new season a couple of weeks ago. The focus all this season will be on housing. In part one, reporter producers Camille Stanley and Tim Lloyd spend some time talking about nuisance ordinances. Camille Stanley is with us in studio to discuss the latest episode with some startling information, I think, about how one community uses these ordinances. Hi, Camille. Hi, how are you? Going great. Maplewood, Maplewood, Maplewood. I was really surprised to hear this latest episode. Yeah. What's going on? So uh, the city of Maplewood is being sued right now in federal court over the way that it uses its nuisance law. It's being sued by um, by the ACLU on behalf of a woman named Rosetta Watson, who was a Maplewood resident a, a few years ago. Um, she was in a domestic violence situation. She called police for help. And under their nuisance law, um, if there are uh, two or more police calls uh, within, I believe, six months, um, you could be considered a um, a public nuisance. Who is complaining? Is it neighbors or is it the police themselves? Who is uh, who, who is uh, active in this? Well, Maplewood officials will tell you that this all stems back from uh, the mid two thousands when they had something called a problem properties list um, that could be for everything from just you know people neighbors upset about a community uh, about a property or or an apartment complex or something like that. But sometimes. Um, uh, there's no special carve-out. So whether like a, a police call comes from a neighbor or a police call comes from perhaps you yourself calling for help, <clears throat> it's the number of police calls um, that kind of triggers the first uh, look. As I recall, having listened to, listened to the most recent episode, uh, and a, a domestic abuse call counts. counts. If you get two domestic abuse cases in, in this period of time, uh, you're a nuisance. It counts. Um and uh, when when Tim and I were producing this episode, we reached out to the city of Maplewood, which um, they declined to to talk with us. But they had talked to a former uh, St. Louis Public Radio colleague of ours um, some months back. And so we were able to um, access those interviews. And, and in those interviews, they said, you know, no one's really asked us to do a special carve out. And they think that the way that they're um, y- using the law is fine. And obviously, there's another a different side that says that. It's a problem. Yeah. Uh, is a particular population being targeted? Is targeted a word that could be used in this concept? There are a lot of housing ar- advocates and legal advocates who say that it is. And, um, you know, those groups are the ones that we have come to uh, expect. It's people of color, um, domestic violence victims, um, people who are maybe mentally ill, um, and there are many who will say there's a there's a more nefarious thing underlining all this is is the just the patterns of of the way housing ordinances have been used to um to discriminate or to push out people who uh municipalities may not want in their communities push pushing them out is this this is not a permanent push out is it in the case of maplewood one of the things that they can do if you are um uh, declared a public nuisance. One of the remedies is they can revoke your occupancy permit. And if you are, if you live in the St. Louis region, then you know that some municipalities have occupancy permits. And unlike some places where I live, an occupancy permit doesn't necessarily have to do with like, okay, do you have like fire uh, fire alarms or things like that? It has to do with actually them keeping track of who is who is living someplace. Um, so one of the things Maplewood can do is they can revoke that occupancy permit, and uh, you you got to go. Can you come back? They can revoke it, I believe, for up to six months. In Miss Watson's case, um, she had her occupancy permit taken away, so she had to leave. She had to move out. 
Um, and she did not ever get back to Maplewood, even though that was for her um, a safe place at one point. Where, where do people go? Wherever they can. There's a lot of there's a lot of people in our region who, um, for whatever reason, they lose their housing and um, and they're forced to to figure it out. For a lot of for some people, that ends up you know they end up on the street. For other people, maybe they're able to find some sort of temporary housing. They're able to get with somebody. But the the issue of affordable housing in the city is. Um, is large, and so this is just one of the ways that the, can push people into that situation. It's another form of eviction, it seems to me. Do, do their goods, their their furniture and belongings uh, go with them? It depends on what kind of resources they have. You know, for Miss Watson, um, she's honest about the fact that for her, it, it kind of spiraled into she was uh, homeless for a period of time. And, and keep in mind, she's also dealing with a domestic violence um, Issues. So for her, it was, you know, losing your housing can be, would be difficult, I think, for, for anyone. But if you're already in a vulnerable situation, it can be pretty perilous. Are you still paying rent when, you, when you're uh, kicked out? Well, no, I mean, she had to, she had to go. Just so go. She's, all relationship with that abode is ends. She, is that was, she lost her ability to live within the city of Maplewood for six months. So. And she was never, never able to get back there. Is this legal? I mean, it seems to me just be so uh, extreme as to perhaps be illegal. Um, you know, the lawyers uh, on on Miss Watson's side say that it's it's an unconstitutional law, but I will say that there are many municipalities who have versions of this, perhaps maybe not linked directly to an occupancy permit. But there, most cities have uh, nuisance laws on the books to deal with everything from, like, trashy lots to perhaps um, – I used to live in a place where they used their nuisance law primarily to go after, like, rowdy businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing, however, that uh, we've seen in the last few years is that those same laws that maybe I think most people would agree you need to have some sort of mechanism if you have a, a really bad business in mm-hmm. town, um, those can be used against people, against individuals. And this is not something that's um, – that Saint, the St. Louis region has just a, a lock on. This has, you know, been cited in places like New York and Florida and, and all different ways across the country. And it's something that um, here local housing advocates have been focused on and have been trying to keep their eye out for if, if there's been any sort of negative um, negative or disparate impacts to um, to vulnerable populations from nuisance laws. Just one final question. I want to be be clear on this. The woman about whom you're reporting um, was forced out of her home. She's not going back. She could have gone back in six months under the existing law, correct? Uh, she would have had to apply for a, a new occupancy permit. By that time, her life was already spiraled. Uh, yeah, um, and, and also the, the experience of being, you know, um, kicked out of a town is not necessarily one that may make you want to run back. And the ACLU has got the case now. And uh, any word on when this is going to go to court? They are scheduled to go to mediation this summer. Mediation. And um, if if nothing is resolved, then um, they will go to um, go to trial in the fall. Who's the other side of the mediation? Is it the city of Maplewood? The city of Maplewood. Yeah. What a story! Where does it go from here? <laughs> you know, actually, where it goes from here is uh, it's really hard to track how these nuisance laws are being played out in the St. Louis region. So one thing that we're asking is that um, people go to our website, welivehere.show, and uh, fill out our contact form. And in the, in the 
inform us about ways that they um, have experienced nuisance laws in the St. Louis region. We'll certainly put a link to that on our station website. If it's not there already, Camille Stanley. Yeah. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you. Camille is co-producer along with reporter Tim Lloyd of We Live Here. It's available wherever you get your podcasts. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio 90.7 KWMU.